You're listening to Something Real with Pastor Rich Zeiger, connecting the reality of God to the realities of life. Have you ever wondered if you're pleasing God? Is formal religion enough? If so many people are going to church, why does the world seem so dark? Today, we'll talk about the contrast between religion and relationships. All right. Well, hey, uh, glad everybody is able to join us today. Uh, we're looking at going into Palm Sunday this week, and I think everybody uh, knows how the calendar runs. So the week before Easter, we celebrate Palm Sunday throughout the history of the church. And as we do that, I'm looking at Luke chapter 19 when Jesus is uh, riding into Jerusalem, and a lot of Bible headings will refer to it as the triumphal entry. And that's where we get this celebration of Palm Sunday when the people gathered. So just picking up with it uh, in Luke chapter 19, looking at verse 37. When he came near the place where the road goes down to the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd uh, said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep quiet, the stones will cry out. In the very next verse here, in verse 41, the tone changes. It says, As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it and said, If you, even you, had only known on this day what would, what would bring you peace, but now it's hidden from your eyes. The days will come upon you when your enemies will build an, uh, an embankment and encircle you and hem you in on every side. They will dash you to the ground, you and your children, within your walls. They will not leave one stone on another because you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. We go right from this, this shouting of praise where all the people are gathered and praising him and as we see it in the other gospels they're laying down palm branches and coats before this donkey that jesus is riding in on as they're doing this it's like with one voice they're praising god and they're caught up in the awesomeness of this worship and it's fitting because he is the king and the messiah is riding into jerusalem and as jesus said this is the time for him to receive praise so if the people keep quiet the stones are going to shout and it reminds me a lot of when we celebrate in church. And, and you know, this Sunday, we're going to have an awesome service at Real Life. We're going to have the, uh, the music singing these songs of Hosanna and praise to God. But then we go home, and then things can be different. And it seems so often that I'll, I'll get uh, home from church just riding high on the emotion of, of worship. And, you know, we just spent time in God's Word, and we're singing these awesome praises to God. But then we have to live through Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. And as we get through the week, it's like the, the, the beauty of that moment has faded. And now we got to deal with actual real people and actual real situations. And the concept that we've allowed ourselves to have of who God is kind of fades to the background. Now we're in strained relationships. Now we're dealing with uh, rotten bosses and, and difficult situations. We have to deal with our, our pets dying and we go to the hospital and all these different things that, that come and attack us. And I wonder 
if we are not in the same situation that these guys are in here in Luke 19, they're praising Jesus because they saw miracles. They saw these awesome things and they want that. But they don't want the rest. What's about to happen in the rest of the book of Luke here is leading to the crucifixion. And Jesus is going to go to the cross because he's dying in our place to save us from our sins. And as he does this, it's, it's reflective of what he had told his disciples earlier in the gospel. If you want to follow me, take up your cross. If you're going to come and benefit from this real life that God offers, then you got to take all of it. You don't get just the, the outward worship of it. And so often it feels like we get caught up in, in songs. I was just talking with someone today who was just, just loves praise and worship music, and they listen to Hillsong and all these different uh, bands that, that are out there doing great music. But discipleship is far from them. And then we wonder why we can't get through life, because the answer is following him. Not just praising him in the street, but following him, going with him all the way. And we're willing to go with him partway. We're willing to go with him to the party, to go to this gathering where we can shout praises in the streets and feel the synergy of being together and, and the beauty of the moment. But Jesus is looking at the reality. The people in Jerusalem, in just a few short chapters in, in Luke 23, are shouting, crucify him. Jesus knows that they're missing the point. They're, they're worshiping in 19, but they don't really know that it's more than just an outward act of religion, an outward expression of praise. It requires a change of heart. We call that repentance, a change of mind that results in a change of direction. They want religion, and Jesus is calling them to a relationship. They want to do, perform, see him do and perform and, and have these checklist things. And Jesus wants their whole life, just like he wants my whole life and your whole life. And if we're only partway in, if we're enjoying the moment and the emotion, but we're not taking up our cross to be true disciples, then we're missing out on the real life that God has to offer, the, the Monday through Saturday life not just the Sunday morning life. If we're going to get through this life, we need to recognize that God's the author of it all. Jesus is the creator, the sustainer of all things. Everything was made through him and by him and for his good pleasure. And if we're going to really figure this thing out, then we need to start to align our thoughts with the reality that God's put together. He's laid that out for us in his word, and hopefully we can unpack that a little bit as we go through these podcasts. So thanks for joining us. So Rich, just kind of to put a button on this whole thing, if that's even possible, you know, the Easter holiday is coming up, and you tend to, the stereotype is that you'll see more people in church on Easter Sunday or Palm Sunday. Sure, yeah. And it's easy to feel, um, you know, really fired up on those days and inspired and, and passionate about having this relationship and this strong love for Christ. But it's, for some people it seems, including myself, also just as easy 
to kind of lose that in the everyday drudgery of life. Yeah, you know, right. if I'm if I'm super fired up about my relationship with Christ on Sunday, you know, what happens when Wednesday rolls around and I'm feeling yeah, cuz like, I don't have a band and a preacher following right, me around throughout the week. Right. Yeah. So, you know, Wednesday comes around and suddenly opening my Bible feels more like work and less like something I'm super stoked to do. So, I guess what would your <laughs> what would your suggestion be on just how to keep that fire alive in in everyday situations? Yeah, that's a great question, and and you know it it is like that because especially with Easter, we're gonna, you know it's like the music is better, everything's right. bigger, and there's so much celebration and and victory as we're looking at at this. But as we're going through life, it's it really is about relationship. It's about relationship with Christ more than you know hitting all these these checkoffs that are going to produce this like a vending machine you know if i if i push this button i'm going to get this result right. because it is a relationship i think what you said earlier is it's not something that we can just put a button on right now that we can right. just we can fix this in a 10 minute podcast but or however long this turns out to be i don't know <laughs> but but when we're when we're doing this this life with god that's really what it is it's it's a relationship where we're doing life in him and we're beginning to to align our thoughts with his thoughts and we do that through his word but i think a big part of it is our expectations we need to go into this recognizing that it's not like a video game where we control everything it is a relationship and it's messy in a lot of ways and god doesn't operate on my timeline and god doesn't operate based on what i tell him to do god does what god does and for me to walk with him through this, um, the reason that these folks turned from shouting Hosanna to shoot and shout and crucify him was because they didn't get the Messiah they expected. They got the real Messiah. And they wanted miracles. They wanted things to, to just get better and better and, and jump from victory to victory. So and that's really not our, how life works. So it's really our expectations that, are, and that end up disappointing us. I think that's a huge part of it because we... Because of our expectations, we are creating God in our own image right. rather than getting on board with the way he's designed reality to be. All right. Well, we'll pick up more of the conversation next time and hopefully in a lot of weeks to follow. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Please feel free to find us on Facebook and Instagram and wherever you get your social media. And we will see you next time.